I'm Richard van der Berg. And I'm Duncan McLeod. This is Talk Central episode 140 for the year-end holiday starting Friday, 18 December 2015. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk Central is brought to you by Tech Central, where you'll find South Africa's best technology journalism, even over Christmas. That's right, Duncan. No headlines like, Zombie Father Christmas Ate My Dog. <laughs> <laughs> On Talk Central this week, we chat about MTN Fine headed for court in Nigeria and Vodacom forced to withdraw claims it has a 4G network. Also this week, the top trending Google searches of 2015 and our pick of the biggest tech, biggest tech story of the year. Right, let's get the show on the road. Welcome, Rafa. <laughs> How's it, Duncan? Good, thanks. You're just back from Derbs, aren't you? Yeah, I just had a few days there. We were exploring, we were exploring some craft breweries and oh, the nice. beach, obviously. It was uh, actually quite a nice holiday. I've never okay. really been there. Where in, in Durban, where in Durban did you stay? Uh, West, uh, Westcliff? Westfall. Westfall, 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 yeah, yeah, Westfall, yeah. Um, but, My hometown uh, yeah, is nice. Durban. Oh, um, nice. Uh, what, cre- what craft breweries did you go to? On tap, um, that brewing company was the one that I went to that was really, really cool. Um, Poison City was another one further up the coast. <laughs> Poison City, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then my biggest, my, my prize stop was uh, going to Yulcrest Spa. Um, they've got a top liquor store that's got yes. one of the best craft beer selections in the country. Oh, really? and, and they really have a spectacular selection. Oh, wow. Okay. So you could, I uh, got most of the breweries that I didn't get to, I got their stuff from oh, there, which wow. was very nice. Great yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. Yulcrest changed a lot I, I grew up in Hillcrest nice and nice. Um, it's amazing when I go down there and see what it looks like now it was a sleepy tiny little village when I, when I was growing up there now it's just expand exploding in every direction it's absolutely beautiful and uh, I'll, I'll definitely be back I mean I think it's having never been there it's, yeah. it's very appealing there yeah. Um, yeah. nice weather Bit, bit humid, bit humid. <laughs> That's fine. We'll go in winter. How's that? Yeah. Winter getaway. <laughs> Durban never really has winter. It's a great place to get. But very clean too. I'm yeah. very. Was it clean? Yeah, it was okay. very clean. Well, I found. Good yeah, very it's nice. Good well, at least the places we went to. Yeah. And Last time I was down there, um, I was down there for a conference a couple of years ago, and we were in the city centre, and it was filthy. Um, but so if it's, it's, I don't hang around the city centre, but okay. the beaches were certainly well manned and clean, and Durban Beach security right. guards everywhere, and yeah. missing children's tents and stuff. Were you actually in the city on the city beaches, or was it on the, the um, Addington? What's it? Oh, that's Addington main beach. beach. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. of the main. We just yeah. kind of drove through this. So I didn't see much of the through to this. So I didn't see much of the city. Okay. okay. But yeah, I was very impressed. Okay. Very okay. impressed. Excellent. Um, so anyway, let's. Uh, this isn't the tourism show. It's the tech show. <laughs> it's so the tech show. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, get straight into it. And um, as always, we start the show with a, um, a, a quiz. quiz. Um, five questions uh, to test your knowledge, um, to see if you've been paying attention. Um, and uh, Rechot, um, for our last uh, Talk Central podcast of the year, do you want to kick off our last quiz of the year? Yes, let me do that. So when Salsi first claimed six years ago to have a 4G network, it changed a claim, or the logo if you prefer, to something else. What was it? The second question, Google's new smartphones have gone on sale in South Africa. What are they called? We're looking for two models. The third question, the first set-top boxes for South Africa's digital migration have been delivered in which small South African town? Fourth question, J.J. Abrams directed the new Star, Star Wars movie. Almost J.J. <laughs> Abrams directed the new Star Wars movie, which is getting great reviews. Which other popular sci-fi movie franchise does he direct? And I think I've half given away the answer there. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla is reportedly setting up a small office in South Africa too. In which South African city did Tesla founder Elon Musk grow up? Nice easy one there. So those are the questions for this week. We'll get to the answers uh, at the end of the show, so stay stay tuned. 
But uh, let's get on to uh, let's get on to our uh, news uh, segment. And uh, MTN is still in the headlines. I think it's been uh, been a discussion point in this podcast pretty much nonstop for the last two two or three months now. But um, the latest development this week, in fact, announced uh, just before markets closed in Johannesburg on Thursday yesterday was that um, they're uh, heading to court. Uh, I think this was inevitable. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, they were fined, just to give the back, background again very briefly, because I think most people know it, they were fined $5.2 billion by the Nigerian Communications Commission for failing to cut off about 5 million SIM cards under that country's SIM card registration laws. Um, they were fined an effective $1,000 per SIM card that was unregistered. Um, they then went through a period of negotiation with the Nigerian authorities. Of course, the share price fell out of bed at the same time. Uh, they managed to reduce the fine by about 25% to $3.9 billion, which is still the biggest fine in the telecommunications industry in history. Um, and they were then given a deadline of 31 December to pay the $3.9 billion, which at the current exchange rate is 60 billion rand, paid in full by the end of this, this month, otherwise face the consequences. Not surprisingly, MTN has announced that they're taking this to court. Uh, they're taking it to a um, to the High Court in Lagos. Mm. Um, it's a brave move, I think. Um, I don't think the Nigerian legal system is well devel- as well developed as the South African legal system. Um, some people I've, I've spoken to on this suggest that it could be potluck in terms of the judge they get in this case. Uh, but uh, I guess they didn't really have a choice. Um, I, I don't know if they had the opportunity to consider international arbitration. Uh, maybe I don't know if that's even an option in this sort of um, in this particular case. Um, probably not, given that they've decided to go through the Nigerian legal system. Um, but um, you know, if that fine gets upheld, it's a it's a big problem for them. Yeah, certainly, and it's going to be uh, seeing that there, there's no precedent for something like this. It's going to be an expensive exercise. Potentially, lawyers are going to potentially a, a long one. Mm. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not looking good for, for, for MTN. It's going to be a bit of a struggle. Yeah. Um, but they, they have to do this because they have to. They have to. You mm. have to save, save your, your position or at least your, your investment in that country. Mm. And this could severely impact that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyway, that story is clearly going to run through into 2016. Um, I don't know how quickly the Nigerian legal system works, but if it's similar to the South African legal system, I think we're looking at a quite a drawn out process here um, I, I'd imagine that this isn't going to be heard um, before next year um, it's, mm. it's extremely unlikely I think it's going to be heard before next year um, so um, we'll, we'll keep a close eye on that one but uh, worrying time for MTN shareholders and for the company yeah, yeah and uh, certainly going to make news headlines early on <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's for sure Anyway, uh, back for more. MTN's biggest rival, Vodacom, uh, also in a spot of bother. They know nowhere nearly as much of a spot of bother <laughs> as Vodacom. But they have been ordered by the Advertising Standards Authority with, to withdraw their advertising billboards that claim that they have a 4G network, which is an interesting uh, turn of developments. Uh, because uh, And it's kind of... Um, Vodacom is ki- kind of um, getting a taste of its own medicine here in a way <laughs> because um, about five or six years ago, they lodged a complaint against CellC using the term 4G. Mm. But to be fair, Celsi really didn't have a 4G network back then. It was it was an HSPA plus network, which uh, which is very much a 3G network that they were claiming was 4G. Uh, and they changed, uh, and uh, we're giving away a clue here to one of our questions. In fact, the answer to that <laughs> they they then changed it to 4GS and claimed it had nothing to do with 4G technology and actually stood for four great service and four great speed. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> uh, Anyway, they were forced to, if I remember correctly, they were also forced to withdraw the 4GS claims as well. So, 
Um, that was a complaint brought by Vodacom. And now, during that whole process, there was a lot of discussion about what entails a 4G network. Uh, and th there was a lot of reliance on it on a definition that had been put together by the International Telecommunication Union, which defined 4G as one gigabit per second in a stationary environment or 100 megabits per second in a in a mobile environment. Uh, and um, this, that 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 technology could not exist uh, before networks had deployed LTE advanced technologies. Uh, and, um, and and anyway, so what's happened now in the interim is that Vodacom has started using the term 4G because. As it points out in, in its response to Celsi, the media, the vendors, just about everyone uses the word, the term 4G to describe an LTE network, even mm. if the ITU or whoever else hasn't actually codified it as such. It's generally understood, I think, that LTE is 4G. Um, but because of this previous precedent set by the ASA and the, the debate that happened in the, historically following the Vodacom complaint against Celsi, there's the set of evidence that was entered into in the discussions and and the ASA is now saying but you know there's no clear definition here we need an expert opinion to tell us that in fact what you're offering here is in fact 4G and we've got this this historic precedent mm -hmm. and so they've ruled against um, Vodacom in the cell C complaint and said sorry you can't claim in your billboards that um, you have a 4G network and have been <laughs> ordered with immediate effect to take those those claims down um, interesting development. I, I think that um, the industry, uh, the whole industry here is shooting itself in, this, in the foot over this. I mean, the rest of the world calls LTE 4G. If you go anywhere in the world, you'll see companies advertising their LTE networks as 4G. Now, in South Africa, we've got this this precedent-setting ruling by the ASA, which says, actually, you can't call it 4G. <laughs> so all the operators, in, a, in effect, now can't call their LTE networks 4G even though when you go and buy a handset and plug it in it says 4G on it when you connect to an LTE network. Oh, mine says LTE that's quite Does it say LTE? Yeah. Oh, it's on Wi-Fi now. Yeah. I was uh, my, my, my opinion on this is if it's, if it's such a hassle just you know don't use 4G in the marketing because mm. um, clearly that's what it comes down to that's what they are using it for mm. really it's for naming their products and marketing yeah. um, but 4G is a less technical term than LTE for sure for sure um, it makes more sense to use something like 4G because consumers understand the concept of 2G, 3G, yeah. 4G. But I suppose in the same way they understand the concept of edge, mm. HSDPA, HSPA. Because so many term, the problem is there's so, many, so much terminology here, you need a way of simplifying it. No, for sure. Because you've got UMTS, HSPA, HSDPA, HSUPA, LTE, yeah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, GPRS, edge, it doesn't stop. Uh, it, it makes it easier to just to refer to it as a one thing, and, one and again, thing. because it's a marketing thing, it's they can get away with calling it and retracting it. They yeah. get plenty of, of yeah. news coverage out of it too, which is. And LTE really is a major, major technolo technological step change oh, yeah. over three G, and it offers much better, much improved throughput. So mm -hmm. you know, it does seem like a generational shift. So, uh, you know, I, I personally have no objection to them, people calling it any form of LTE four G, yeah. not just LTE yeah. advanced. No, for sure, for sure. Um, but uh, so anyway, they have to take down these claims now. Um, I, I would imagine that Vodacom is probably going to look to appeal this now um, and perhaps bring in some expert testimonies to try and overcome this mess that they've effectively got everyone into now. Uh, Another expensive exercise that consumers end up paying for. Yes. That's why our cell phone bills are getting more expensive. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, now, now as far as I know, Vodacom will be the only net network in the Vodafone global network that can't call its network 4G. 4G. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we need to take a break uh, to hear a message from our advertisers. We'll be back in just a moment. 
Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Daddy's gonna buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird don't sing, Daddy's gonna download you a bazillion things. With that pipe from Vox Telecom, you get free data between midnight and 6 a.m. every night. That's an unshaped high-speed internet lullaby for the ears. To get yours, visit voxtelecom.co.za. Well, welcome back to the show. Um, so, Rechot, Google this week announced its top trending searches for 2015. Uh, I'm not quite sure what they mean by trending searches. I'm, I'm guessing this isn't the actual uh, top searched search items. Uh, they've, they've curated it in, to, to some degree to, to get rid of the rubbish. Yeah, and I think it could also be uh, a trending topics over a period of time, so, mm. so whatever spiked over a period of time. Yeah. Um, but some interesting names that have come up under, you know, they, they, they broke it down into trending overall searches, trending South Africans, uh, how-tos that people searched for, what is definitions that people searched for, uh, trending current affairs, uh, top tech terms, and trending political figures. I must say that half the names under the trending South Africans I've never actually heard of. <laughs> <laughs> and, and half of the, 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 definitely the top trending searches are, are very odd in my opinion. And, and people certainly seem yeah. to be looking for an odd variety of things. It's an odd, odd, odd list, isn't it? Um, I mean, I, I'm very surprised to see the BMW i8 electric car amongst the top 10 search items in South Africa in 2015. Yeah. That seems a bit odd. Uh, but um, let's look at the, let's look at the, the top list. Um, uh, there's a couple of names in here I haven't heard of. Maybe you can help me out. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, mo the top trending overall search in South Africa this year was load shedding. Yeah, for sure. Which, fair enough. Not, not, <laughs> that's not a controversial one. Uh, the second one I've never heard of, August Alsina. Uh, he's an American recording artist from New Orleans, funny oh, enough. Okay. Obviously not in a genre. <laughs> uh, and you go with you Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just Google search, Google search trending results. Oh, right. <laughs> Should push him to number one with that search. Uh, Xenophobia came in at number three. Uh, fourth was Cricket World Cup. Fair enough. Five is Lamar Odom. Who's he? He's some American sports star. Really? American sports star in South Africa's most training list? I think he's also got something to do with the Kardashians, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. Give so me Google and see what comes up. I've just uh, opened it up here. Caitlyn Jenner at number six. Yeah, he's married to one of the Kardashians. Okay. And he's a basketball player. I'm very surprised to see it at number five in South Africa, to be honest. Uh, seven is Adele Hello. Um, I've heard that song. <laughs> yeah, that's also be making. Flabber, I think, is a musician. Yeah, that's also a musician. Yeah. Uh, BMW i8 uh, at number nine and number ten, Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, that's also an interesting and odd one. Mm. His but new his new show is coming up soon. Uh, I guess people were wanting to find out where he where he's been. Yeah, he's he's been. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm looking forward to his new show. I must say, uh, did you see that? You saw that uh, that ad he did um, a couple of weeks ago yes. for the Amazon drones. That was yes, really cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to see him. Actually, it's, it's nice to see to see people, uh, you know, expanding their horizons and come mm. up with new interesting mm. things and, and still keep their yeah. flair. Trending South Africans. This is where I'm. I'm afraid I'm. I'm not uh, plugged into the zeitgeist at all. No, <laughs> no. Flabber number one. Simba Mahere number two. I've never heard of him. Casper Nyovest, I think he's a hip-hop artist, if yes, I'm not mistaken. Yes. And Pastor Zondo, Collins Chabani, he's the former politician who was killed in a car crash. Uh, Poluna Lenkoe, I never heard of. Senzo, Senzo Maia, he's been in the news, I think. Uh, I forget why. Itumalenkune, Saba Mbikane, and Jackie Selebi rounds out the top ten of training South Africans. Um, it's also an interesting list of how 
tattoos. People certainly want to do <laughs> learn how to do a variety of things. I'm particularly interested in number five. <laughs> but but let's go to number one. Let's start from number one. How to cost? Sure. I, I, rec- I reckon what how to cost? How to cost uh, what? Thing. Yeah, yeah. We should probably <laughs> Google that and see what it says. How to Google cost you? Yeah. Phone <laughs> cost. cost. How to apologize is at number two. How to e-wallet. Um, so that means there's some interest in, in digital money and digital banking, which is good to see. How to kick, probably is to do with rugby or soccer, I would imagine. Um, number five, how to smoke. What is smoke? <laughs> <laughs> Who on earth turns to Google to learn how to smoke? <laughs> you see, we don't have advertising telling us what to do anymore. How to treat, how to paint, how to prank, how to quickscope. And how to bat, top, round out the top ten. What is Quickscope? Quickscope, that's a quick Google search on that one. Quickscope. Oh, uh, that's a gaming scope. term oh. uh, in Black Ops, how to uh, quickly mount your rifle t- uh, into a scope position so you can shoot uh, somebody with a sniper rifle. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Now, gaming certainly making... Yeah, <laughs> making a huge impact there. So the trending current affairs this year: number one in South Africa, number mm. one load shedding, two xenophobia, three Charlie Hebdo, Charlie Charlie, I beg your pardon, four Charlie Hebdo, five Ashley Madison, six Collins Chibani, seven Boko Haram, eight ISIS, nine Nepal earthquake, and ten State of the Nation address. Mm. Interesting. But the list we're interested in, since we're a tech show, yes, yes. is the list of top tech trending terms this year. And uh, I was quite surprised to see Windows 10 coming in at number one. Yeah, that certainly means that you know a lot of people who may have shied away from earlier revisions, I think, of Windows are really interested. Or mm. I guess you can say people are just really interested in Windows 10. Mm. Um, but yeah, good, good to see that. That obviously must mean you know people are, are responding to the newer version of Windows. Mm. Are, you still, are you still happy with it? Yeah, it's fine. It's great OS. Yeah. Um, for a desktop operating system, it's great. I don't think I'd ever buy a phone with one with it running on it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. but um, it's uh, it's it's a it's a good OS. It's stable. It's gets the job done. Yeah. But number two, WhatsApp Web, which is I guess also a good one. People would WhatsApp Web uh, to get to the website. A lot of people use Google Search to find yeah. the URL or to get to the URL. Yeah. Um, nice service, but uh, but cumbersome to use if, as you because you have to scan that QR code every time or after every session yeah it's a bit painful I, I must admit I stopped using it I'd, I'd much prefer to have a Windows app or a mm, Mac OS mm. 10 app it's always running yeah yeah, I agree I don't know why they don't do that number um, 3 Samsung Galaxy S6 yeah, yeah arguably the the best smartphone of the year yeah iPhone 6s at number 4 um, you can probably also say also, that about the also iPhone arguably 6, the yeah, best yeah. smartphone of the year yeah uh, number 5 is a game FIFA 16 um Unbelievable how the FIFA franchise and gaming is still yeah. one of the major drivers of new consoles. Despite I guess. the corruption scandal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number six, the Google logo. Interesting. I guess people like the Google Doodles. Well, maybe. The, the new Google. I guess it's to do with the new, the redesigned Google logo that was launched this year. Sure, sure. People wanting to see what it looks like. Um, although, um, when you're when you're in Google, why would you type Google logo when it's mm. right above the search mm. bar? But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you could be coming in from the Chrome URL bar yeah, or somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> At number seven, iPhone seven. People obviously looking forward, looking forward to, to whatever the new speculation is happening yeah. yeah. um, Number eight, another game, Fallout Four. Probably one of the biggest games of the year. Yeah. Um, number nine, Apple Watch. Certainly a lot of interest around that uh, device and with its launch in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And at number 10, another game, uh, Mortal Kombat X, Mortal Kombat 10. Lots of games on the list this year. Mm. 
And uh, lastly, on the on the Google trending list this year was the trending political figures. Uh, Collins Chabane um, has featured very heavily throughout the list. Uh, he's at number one, followed by Jackie Salebi, the former police commissioner, Musi Maimani, the leader of the Democratic Alliance, Baleka Mbete, who's the um, speaker of the of Parliament. Uh, Kings Wellatini uh, uh, rounds out the top five. I don't think we'll go through the rest of them. Uh, but um, yeah, those are the trending Google search in 2015. Some odd ones in there, really, uh, really odd ones. But um, so some, 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 I guess, predictable, like load chilling at number one. Uh, but some odd ones, like the BMW i8, that one really. Yeah, that was very interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Anyway, great. Well, um, that rounds up the news for this week. I thought just as a, a, a fun one, and we've spoken about it already this week, but uh, just as a fun one, let's, I thought we'd pick our, uh, our uh, top news story, top South African technology news story yeah. of the year. And I think there is only one candidate that, um, that puts its head over the parapet, if you like, <laughs> and, uh, and that's MTN. Um, the, the, the story has been running ever since it broke about two, two and a half months ago now. Uh, it's been in the headlines almost daily. The 5.2, now $3.9 billion fine imposed on the company um, led to a rout in its share price. Uh, and is going to the story is going to continue running into next year, I and mean, it's, it's definitely grabbed the, all the headlines in the tech space this year. So that's our big South African tech news story of 2015. Um, uh, MTN. Yeah. We normally at this point would uh, get onto our winner and uh, loser of the week, but while we're on the subject of, mm, of uh, mm. doing um, uh, our uh, picks of the year, I think let's let's do our Apple product pick of the year. Uh, and we've had a bit of thought about this and. Um, uh, perhaps our, our picks are a little bit left from left field, but um, <laughs> but uh, I think they're they're both very good. Rekha, do you want to kick off with what with your with your, uh, let me say it again <laughs> with your top product pick of 2015? Now my product my product pick certainly isn't isn't a new product for 2015, but it's brought out a lot of interesting updates. Um, to its new subscription model, and that is Adobe Creative Cloud. And I use this this suite of products daily, and and I must be honest when I say that it's been nice to see so many regular updates to software that I use regularly, mm. not just not just bug fixes, uh, and, and there aren't very many that I've picked up, but also cosmetic changes that make the workflow uh, a lot easier, from Photoshop to InDesign, um, After Effects I use quite often these days as well. And then back into Premiere Pro, the workflow really is well, uh, well laid out, um, and and the integration with with your mobile apps. You know, you can access some of your libraries and do some. Uh, you can access your files uh, via the kind of the cloud mm. uh, interface or the cloud services that's built into the Creative Cloud package. Um, and it, it, the whole workflow is just, it, workflow is just really nice, and uh, I've I've really been enjoying using it again. Um, and it certainly stood out for me above everything else uh, that I've interacted with this year, um, simply because you're paying monthly fee, and and I think you're getting good value for for mm. that if 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 you use those suite uh, mm. suite daily. Mm. Mm. Okay, I must say I love the Photoshop uh, ability to do content with. <laughs> I think it's my favorite feature in any yes. piece of software. It's like it works like magic. No, no, that's it's fill in a fill in an area of a picture. You just literally draw a marquee block box around it, mm. and I think it's hit shift backspace and. Magically, it fills in the blank area based on what's around it. It's yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing software. But so many other tools within the package is, is so intuitive. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, especially on the video side, where oh, it's yeah. become increasingly uh, more effective to do very high-end graphic stuff. Yes. If I can put it like that, even if, you know, you can teach yourself how to do it. It's yeah, it's very intuitive. Yeah. And on the monthly subscription models, it's actually not an expensive product. Yeah, I mean, it's fifty dollars. So obviously, with the exchange rate, yeah. we are we're suffering a bit. Yeah. Um, 
but you know, as a professional suite, you'd be, I would expect somebody to who uses this to actually be billing a part of it. Um, so they'll mm. be, you know, it'll be built into what they bill out to a yeah. customer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's well worth. And you can get you can get the apps alone if you want for twenty dollars, which which yes. are even more affordable. Yes. Um, Is that on a rental basis? Yeah. So yeah. it's a subscription, but it's so mm. worth it because you're getting you're getting like I said monthly updates mm. almost uh, these days, and, and yeah. there's some really interesting stuff. Uh, stuff that they're doing with the platform yeah. so 50 bucks you're getting the full video that is sweet the photoshop yeah that's everything so yeah. for 50 bucks that's that's a complete uh, package yes um and then you get 20 gigs of storage space so you can store a lot of your libraries it's stuff that you reuse often mm. um i put up there um mm. fonts the, the, the font libraries are amazing mm. um, and you can just pick them and import them mm. I also subscribe to the stock photo now the stock photo suite and, and it's not as good as shutterstock but there's certainly a lot of stuff for good reasonable good value for money. Yeah, um, yeah. about two dollars an image. Okay, um, for about okay. thirty dollars a month. Very good. That'd be Creative Cloud latest edition. Go check it out. Yeah. My pick of the year is something I'm using almost on a daily basis now, and it's um, it's it's become so integral to my keeping up with what's going in the going on in the world that um, it's it's my my pick of app of the year, product of the year, app of the year, uh, and that's Pocket. Um, mm. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, I, 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 I sit at my desk. I'm, I'm very busy during the day, but I keep an eye on Twitter. And people have been, especially over this um, this, this uh, Jacob Zuma finance minister issue that's broken over the last week, week and a half. There have been some really great editorials, written, great opinion pieces written on the subject, which I just haven't had the time to, to read during the day because I've been busy with my normal work. So um, Pocket has um, is integrated into your web browser. I use a plugin for Firefox. Uh, you see something on Twitter, just fire it up into a web browser and hit the Pocket button in mm -hmm. Firefox. And um, and then that evening or that weekend when I've got some time, a couple of hours to spare, I'll fire a pocket on my iPad and I'll read through all of the um, co content that I've effectively bookmarked through using Pocket uh, over the course of the, the previous days. And um, last night I used it to read through about 10 pieces that were published all over the place on this Zuma Finance Minister firing issue. Nice. Um, and um, it's content that I otherwise wouldn't have had a chance to read um, so it's, it's almost like delaying my, my, my reading and, and, and it's a, it's, a, it's a, like a bookmarking mechanism that allows me to to to, to catch up with content that um, otherwise I, w I otherwise would have missed that I'm really keen to uh, to see uh, and it's been around for a few years but it's, it's become so indispensable to my daily life and my daily consumption of media um, that I can't actually imagine living without it now so um, that's my my epic of the year, Pocket. If you aren't using it, you should be. Go check it out. Nice. Well, I just downloaded it and I think I will be using it because it, that's the only way to read the web, you know? Yeah. Save a link as you see it. Especially, and then it especially on Twitter because there's people often posting great content, links to great uh, editorials, content, yeah. columns, whatever it is. Um, and you can, you can simply just hit a button and uh, read it later when you've got time. Nice. Yeah, I mm. use the the favorites or the likes or the love the heart now. Yeah. For all my favorites on Twitter, and there's, I mean, that's the only way I can. Do you go back to it then? Yeah, I've got a on, in TweetDeck. I've got a column okay. that uh, oh, lists all okay. my favorites. Okay. Um, and I'd, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. thousands. There so you now. can then go into TweetDeck or Twitter on your iPad and read it later. I just find the yeah. convenience of a dedicated app. You just fire. A no, it is much easier. Mm. With, with uh, the mm. only reason I can use it on TweetDeck is because I use TweetDeck yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, so it's just a column if I need to go back mm. to it. But this seems more intuitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, those are our picks of the year. Um, so let's get back to our, our winner and loser. Um, we're not doing winners and uh, <laughs> no, we are actually. I beg your pardon. We are doing winners and losers of yeah. the year. Um, and um, let's start with let's start with our loser because it's an mm -hmm. obvious one we've discussed it already, and that's MTN for this, uh, this massive fine that's been imposed on them. Um, you, they really are the newsmakers of this year, and uh, and uh, and the loser of the year in this category. Uh, and our winner of the year was a little bit more of a difficult discussion that we had, but um, 
uh, our winner this year is, I think, um, consumers of, of streaming mm. products generally. Just because there's been such a proliferation of options, of, of choice uh, for, for South African consumers in the space uh, in this year, yeah. both in video streaming and in music streaming. And a lot, a lot more people I interact with actually use one streaming service in the house these days. It's, mm. it's very strange. A lot of audio streaming, um, but a lot of people speaking about iMac, talking about iMac. Mm. Um, so Showmax, you mean? Showmax, sorry, Showmax, <laughs> Showmax iMac. A lot of people are talking about Showmax, you know, and, and people that I wouldn't expect to to have uh, signed up for something like that. But I think it's this combination of two factors: so bandwidth, yeah, a, a really. Coming into its own this year, I think for the fiber rollouts, fiber rollouts LTE getting better, and people are mm. understanding that you know the world of online content. Mm. Uh, you know, people are talking about Netflix, um, but you know the local players launching, making it for South African credit cards at least a lot mm. more accessible. Mm. So uh, yeah, streaming services. I mean, I'm going to miss some, but let's let's try and list them. I mean, on the video side, we've had Showmax, which I think yeah. which I think clearly has taken the early lead in this market. Um, they, uh, yeah, also about pure marketing there. spend. They've got they've got a huge budget behind mm, them. Mm. Um, they're not only tackling the South African market; they're um, they're going into the Middle East. They're going into Europe. They they really want to become a global competitor to Netflix. And you know, Nasdaq is probably one of the few companies that can actually can get that, that right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've got massive marketing spend behind them. If I was going to pick an early favorite to win the race. Uh, for video on demand service in South Africa, I'd have to pick Showmax. Yeah, yeah. But there, there are a range of them available, and, and some of them are coming to market with some, some pretty aggressive offerings. We've seen, for example, MTN come mm. to market with Frontrow, which has recently been rebranded as MTN View. Yeah. Uh, but the compelling thing about MTN View is that if you've got if you watch it on using an if you have an MTN SIM card in your device, there's zero rated data, infinite yes. zero rated yes. data, uh, which is very compelling. It must be costing them an absolute fortune. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it's early days, and they clearly want to um, draw a line in the sand and, and get market share. Yes. Um, and we've seen a range of other ones launch. We've seen OnTap TV come to market. That's part of PCCW Global. Mm-hmm. They've been fairly quiet since their launch a couple of months ago. Uh, and we've also seen one closure, haven't we? We've seen um, it was kind of a hybrid satellite VOD offering called um, Node from Altec. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was really badly conceived. I thought it was it was it was a great product, but it was designed by engineers, not with end users in mind, uh, and it failed at huge cost to El- to the Ultron Group. Um, and we've also seen Times Media Group announcing that it's not going to get out of the market. Its VD service is not uh, has not um, gained the traction that they were hoping it would, and uh, they're looking to exit sometime you know, during the course of mm-hmm. next year. So it's a difficult space already, a uh, highly competitive space. Um, but Showmax certainly does seem to have taken an early lead. And of course, we all know that um, um, Netflix is coming to South Africa next yeah. year. And it's been rumored for months now that they're going to be coming in, in, in January. Um, so, uh, you know, I think it could become a two-horse race between Showmax and Netflix. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see Showmax's catalog. I mean, if they can get some of the lucrative HBO... Sure, those mm. HBO shows, um, mm. you know, as a, as a result of, of the group that they're with, uh, yeah. you know, the backing that they've got, that could make them a very competitive player yeah. in this region. It'll also be interesting to see w- what content Netflix comes to market with because uh, it's not going to be the American catalogue. 
Um, it'll yeah. be a subset of the American catalogue. Probably a mixture of UK um, and yeah, or probably probably more from a UK point of view because that's you're normally what we, we we get done. Yeah. And one wonders if they're going to have any local content. One of the compelling uh, um, offerings in mm. Show Max is that they've got a lot of Afrikaans content, yeah. Yeah. Um, which appeals to a, 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 a niche, but large niche of the South African audience. Uh, uh, you know, I suspect Netflix is going to come to market without any South African content. Um, but that may change over yeah, time. Yeah. But look, to be honest with you, I think this is again why we chose this as a winning category or a winning uh, technology because mm. people will subscribe to more than one service. Uh, yeah. and it's the kind of thing where you can have the best of both worlds. You, yeah. know, you don't have to have multiple satellite subscriptions or mm. be locked into what what you're offered. You can go. You can subscribe to Showmax and uh, and uh, something like uh, Netflix South African Edition yeah. when it launches, um, mm. or even have MTNV running if, if you yes. want to give your kids something to to do in, on the iPad. Yeah. Uh, if they've got a SIM card plugged in, yeah, it makes a lot of sense if you, if you have the right mixture of technologies in your house and the right requirements for mm. it. Mm. Yeah, and then on the music side, uh, we've seen some action as well. We unfortunately saw the closure of radio. Uh, that's closing mm. down officially on the twenty second of December, uh, but. Um, at the same time, we've seen two two of the giants of the tech industry, Apple Music and Google Play Music, being launched here. Yeah, um, I've I've subscribed to Google Play Music. I used to be a radio subscriber, yeah. and I love Google Play Music. Um, I, I used to use it a few years ago through a VPN, uh, but it's improved dramatically since I last used it. It's uh, it's really great. The only thing I think it's missing is some of the social aspects that radio had. Yeah. Um, yeah. But apart from that, it's it's a brilliant platform, and its catalog is outstanding. No, I should actually start playing with it as well. Um, but yeah, still very happy with my Sim some V Africa. Mm-hmm. Cool. Anyway, that takes care of our winners and loser of the year, uh, which means all that's left for us to do is to get back to the quiz. Yeah. So let's go through it. Uh, let me start with the first question. We asked, when CLC first claimed six years ago to have a 4G network, it changed the claim, or the logo if you prefer, to something else. What was it? And the answer is 4GS, uh, or four great service, or four great <laughs> speed. Uh, as marketing La- yeah. Lars Reichelt, the CEO at the time, said, uh, to a great amount of disbelief, I think. Uh, but uh, Vodacom now in, in hot water with the Advertising Standards Authority <laughs> over the use of 4G. So, swings and roundabouts. The uh, second question, Google's new smartphones have finally gone on sale in South Africa. And we wanted to know, what were they? What are they called? And the answer was, oh, the answer is the Nexus 5X and Nexus 6P. The Nexus 6P is getting some good reviews. Um, our, our reviewer, Andre Shield, actually ran a piece, a review on it this week, uh, and he gave it a solid 9 out of 10. So and have you, played with it? have you played with it? Too? I haven't actually seen it. Um, I'm tempted to get one because uh, I've always wanted a, a stock Android device that, that oh, yeah. gets updated the moment new Android versions come out. Mm, mm. Um, but it's, it's, it, the phone is quite big, and it worries me a bit. I like big phones, but it's just, this one's a bit on the big side. 5.7-inch <laughs> screen. Keep it by the bedside. I think it can make for for good nighttime screen <laughs> size. Sure. But yeah, no, no, it's it it, it it's always look nice to have a, a device that gets updated immediately. Yes, um, yes. It's well worth worth looking into. So the third question we asked this week was the first set top boxes for South Africa's digital migration have been delivered in which small South African town? And the Minister of Communications was there with a whole lot of other industry representatives. Uh, this week, and the answer. Have you ever been there, Richard? <laughs> no, no, no. I've driven through there. Um, is a little town uh, on the banks of the Orange River in the Northern Cape called Kemus. Hmm. Uh, it's in the in the square kilometer array uh, radio frequency silence zone. Oh, yes. uh, so I, I presume that these are DTH direct to home satellite boxes that are being deployed rather than terrestrial boxes. Mm, mm. Um, but they are the first set of boxes as part of our digital migration uh, project, and they've been delivered to the 
very small rural town of Camus, and it's quite beautiful out there on, on the banks of the Orange River. A lot of people don't realize that when you go there, uh, you're driving into, into a very arid desert-like environment, but along the banks of the Orange River, it's one of the country's biggest um, grape-growing uh, areas. Oh, wow. Uh, vineyards, as far as you can see, running down the banks of the river. So much to explore in this beautiful country. Uh, Indeed. Certainly have a lot of holidays planned for that. Indeed. The fourth question, J.J. Abrams directed the new Star Wars movie, which is getting great reviews. Which other popular sci-fi movie franchise does he direct? And the reason we keep getting this wrong is because um, it's actually written incorrectly in the show notes. So we almost gave the answer away earlier, but uh, if you haven't guessed it by now... Yeah, it's Star Trek. The answer is Star Trek. Star Trek. Uh, he directed, I think, two? Two or was it the it's one? two. He's done two, and I, think, I believe yeah. he's doing the next one as well. I must be honest with you, I like his style. I thought what he did to the Star Trek franchise was very good. I really enjoyed those. Um, haven't seen the new Star Wars yet. Apparently it's excellent. I know. I'm, I'm not really a Star Wars person. I, I prefer Star Trek. Oh, um, Trekkie. I'm a Trekkie. <laughs> yeah. but, um, and and I, I'm not entirely enamored of what he's done with Star Trek. Um, I think he's, oh, really? perhaps, he's perhaps drifted a bit far from the original storyline story, story and premise. Uh, and turned into more of an action flick than anything else. But um, fair enough. But I, I still enjoy them. I still enjoy them. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good cinema, cinema adventures. I still think the best uh, Star Trek was when uh, Captain Jean Luc Picard was at the helm of the Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> make, it, about the make it so, number one. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, our uh, last question this week was uh, Tesla. Uh, is reportedly setting up a small office in South Africa. So small, in fact, in fact, it's only going to have one employee to start with. Hmm. Uh, in which South African city did Tesla founder Elon Musk grow up? And the answer, of course, to that question is Pretoria. Yeah, I think he's getting a lot of uh, pressure from his South African friends to you know, at least make, make something available here so we yeah. can start talking and see what the interest is. We want to see some of those Tesla cars on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fact not that I can afford one, but uh, <laughs> especially not at 15 to 1. But I mean, BMW is doing a lot of great things for, 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 for charging stations. Yeah. Uh, you know, they do, they're doing some good things and yeah. it makes sense uh, yeah. to have more available, more, more for vehicles. Sure. For sure. <laughs> anyway, we'll get, you, we'll get you one. We'll get you one in the garage. That's our show for the week and for 2015. If you're, um, if you're going away uh, this, this holiday, drive safely and uh, we want you back in the new year uh, listening to the show. As always, if you've got any feedback for us on the show, anything you'd like to see us do differently or just any feedback generally, you're welcome to send us a mail and we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is info at techcentral.co.za. Until 2016, from Rechot and myself, cheers. Ciao, ciao.